Runo seven of Kalevala, the land of the heroes by Elias Lunroth, translated by William Forsell Kirby, eighteen forty four to nineteen twelve. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Runo seven, Vainamoinen and Lohi. Argument: Vainamoinen swims for several days on the open sea the eagle grateful to him for having spared the birch tree for him to rest on when he was felling the trees takes Vainamoinen on his wings and carries him to the borders of pohjola where the mistress of pohjola takes him to her abode and receives him hospitably Vainamoinen desires to return to his own country and the mistress of pohjola permits him to depart and promises him her daughter in marriage if he will forge the sampo in pohjola Vainamoinen promises that when he returns home he will send the smith Ilmarinen to forge the Sampo, and the mistress of Pohjola gives him a horse and a sledge to convey him home. Vainamoinen, old and steadfast, swam upon the open ocean, drifting like a fallen pine tree, like a rotten branch of fir tree, during six days of the summer and for six nights in succession while the sea spread wide before him and the sky was clear above him thus he swam for two nights longer and for two days long and dreary when the ninth night darkened round him and the eighth day had passed over sudden anguish came upon him and his pain grew ever greater from his toes his nails were dropping and the joints from off his fingers then the aged Vainamoinen spoke in words like those which follow woe to me unhappy creature overburdened with misfortune i have wandered from my country and my ancient home abandoned neath the open sky forever driven along in sun and moonlight rocked about by winds forever tossed about by every billow on the wide expanse of water out upon the open ocean here i live a cold existence and tis painful thus to wallow always tossing on the billows on the surface of the waters now alas i know no longer how to lead this life of sadness in this everlasting trouble in an age when all is fleeting shall i rear in wind a dwelling build a house upon the waters if i rear in wind a dwelling then the wind would not sustain it if i build a house on water then the waves will drift it from me came a bird from lapland flying from the northeast came an eagle not the largest of the eagles nor was he among the smallest with one wing he swept the water to the sky was swung the other on the sea his tail he rested on the cliffs his beak he rattled slowly back and forwards flying turning all around and gazing soon he saw old Vainamoinen on the blue waves of the ocean what has brought you here o hero wandering through the waves of ocean Vainamoinen, old and steadfast answered in the words which follow this has brought the man to ocean plunged the hero in the sea waves i would seek the maid of poya woo the maiden of pimentola on my journey swift i hasted on the ocean's watery surface till about the time of daybreak came i after many mornings where is luotola's deep embayment hard by yokola's rapid river when my horse was shot beneath me by an arrow launched against me
thus i fell into the water in the waves i plunge my fingers and the wind impels me onward and the billows drift me forward then there came a gale from northwest from the east a mighty tempest far away the tempest drove me swimming from the land still further many days have i been floating many days have i been swimming on this wide expanse of water out upon the open ocean and i cannot now conjecture cannot guess nor e'en imagine how i finally shall perish and what death shall overtake me whether i shall die of hunger or shall sink beneath the waters said the bird of air the eagle let thy heart be free from trouble climb upon my back and seat thee standing up upon my wing-tips from the sea will i transport thee wheresoever thou mayst fancy for the day i well remember and recall a happier season when fell kaleva's green forest cleared was osmola's famed island but thou didst protect the birch-tree and the beauteous tree left standing that the birds might rest upon it and that i myself might sit there then the aged Vinamoinen raised his head from out the water from the sea the man sprang upward from the waves the hero mounted on the eagle's wings he sat him on the wing-tips of the eagle then the bird of air the eagle raised the aged Vinamoinen through the path of wind he bore him and along the east wind's pathway to the utmost bounds of poya onwards to the misty sariola there abandoned Vinamoinen soared into the air and left him there stood Vinamoinen weeping there stood weeping and lamenting on the borders of the ocean on a land whose name he knew not with a hundred wounds upon him by a thousand winds belaboured and his beard was much disordered and his hair was all entangled thus he wept for two and three nights for as many days stood weeping for the country round he knew not and no path could he discover which perchance might lead him homeward back to a familiar country to his own his native country where he passed his days aforetime but the little maid of poya fair-haired damsel of the household with the sun had made agreement and both sun and moon had promised they would always rise together and they would awake together she herself arose before them ere the sun or moon had risen long before the time of cock-crow or the chirping of a chicken from five sheep she shore the fleeces clipped the wool from off six lambkins in her loom she wove the fleeces and the whole with care she carded long before the dawn of morning long before the sun had risen after this she washed the table swept the wide extended flooring with the broom of twigs all leafless then with broom of leafy branches then the sweepings she collected in the dustpan made of copper out of doors she took the rubbish to the field beyond the farmyard to the field's extremest limit where the lowest fence has opening there she stood upon the sweepings and she turned around and listened from the lake she heard a weeping sounds of woe across the river quickly then she hastened homeward and she hurried to the parlour as she came she told her tidings in such words as those which follow from the lake i hear a weeping sounds of woe across the river lohi poyola's old mistress old and gap-toothed dame of poya hastened forth into the farmyard hurried to the fence's opening where she bent her ear to listen and she spoke the words which follow 
this is not like childhood's weeping nor like women's lamentation but a bearded hero weeping thus weep men whose chins are bearded three planks high the boat was builded which she pushed into the water and herself began to row it and she rowed and hastened onward to the spot where Vinamoinen, where the hero was lamenting there was Vinamoinen weeping there uvanto's swain lamented by the dreary clumps of willow by the tangled hedge of cherry moved his mouth his beard was shaking but his lips he did not open then did pohjola's old mistress speak unto and thus addressed him o oh, thou aged man unhappy thou art in a foreign country Vinamoinen, old and steadfast lifted up his head and answered in the very words that follow true it is and well i know it i am in a foreign country absolutely unfamiliar i was better in my country greater in the home i came from lohi pohjola's old mistress answered in the words which follow in the first place you must tell me if i may make bold to ask you from what race you take your lineage and from what heroic nation Vinamoinen, old and steadfast answered in the words which follow well my name was known aforetime and in former days was famous ever cheerful in the evening ever singing in the valleys there in vainula's sweet meadows and on kalevala's broad heathlands but my grief is now so heavy that i know myself no longer lo he pohjola's old mistress answered in the words which follow rise o man from out the marshes hero seek another pathway tell me now of thy misfortunes and relate me thy adventure thus she made him cease his weeping made the hero cease lamenting and into her boat she took him bade him at the stern be seated and herself resumed the oars and she then began to row him unto pohjola or water and she brought him to her dwelling then she fed the famished stranger and she dried his dripping garments then she rubbed his limbs all stiffened and she warmed him and shampooed him till she had restored his vigour and the hero had recovered after this she spoke and asked him in the very words which follow why didst weep o vainamoinen why lament uvantolainen in that miserable region on the borders of the lakelet vainamoinen old and steadfast answered in the words which follow cause enough have i for weeping reason too for lamentation in the sea i long was swimming tossed about upon the billows on the wide expanse of water out upon the open ocean i must weep throughout my life-span and lament throughout my lifetime that i swam beyond my country left the country so familiar and have come to doors i know not and to hedge-gates that i know not all the trees around me pain me all the pine twigs seem to pierce me every birch tree seems to flog me every alder seems to wound me but the wind is friendly to me and the sun still shines upon me in this unaccustomed country and within the doors i know not lohi pohjola's old mistress answered in the words which follow do not weep o vainamoinen nor lament uvantolainen here tis good for thee to sojourn and to pass thy days in comfort salmon you can eat at table and beside it pork is standing but the aged Vinamoinen answered in the words which follow foreign food i do not relish in the best of strangers houses 
In his land a man is better, In his home a man is greater. Grant me, Jumala most gracious, O compassionate creator, Once again to reach my country And the land I used to dwell in. Better is a man's own country, Water from beneath the sabbat, Than in unfamiliar countries, Mead to drink from golden goblets. Lohi Poyola's old mistress Answered in the words which follow, what are you prepared to give me if i send you to your country to the borders of your cornfields or the bathhouse of your dwelling said the aged Vinamoinen, tell me then what i shall give you if you send me to my country to the borders of my cornfields there to hear my cuckoo calling and my birds so sweetly singing will you choose a gold-filled helmet or a hat filled up with silver lohi poyola's old mistress answered in the words which follow o thou wisest Vinamoinen, thou the oldest of the sages golden gifts i do not ask for and i wish not for thy silver gold is but a toy for children silver bells adorn the horses but if you can forge a sampo weld its many-coloured cover from the tips of swans white wing plumes from the milk of barren heifer from a single grain of barley from a single fleece of ewes wool then will i my daughter give you give the maiden as your guerdon and will bring you to your country there to hear the birds all singing there to hear your cuckoo calling on the borders of your cornfields Vinamoinen, old and steadfast answered in the words which follow no i cannot forge a sampo nor can weld its pictured cover only bring me to my country and i'll send you ilmarinen who shall forge a sampo for you weld its many-coloured cover he perchance may please the maiden win your daughter's young affections he's a smith without an equal none can wield the hammer like him for twas he who forged the heaven and who wrought the air's foundations yet we find no trace of hammer nor the trace of tongs discover lohi poyola's old mistress answered in the words which follow i will only yield my daughter and my child i promise only to the man who welds a sampo with its many-coloured cover from the tips of swan's white wing plumes from the milk of barren heifer from a single grain of barley from a single fleece of ewes wool thereupon the colt she harnessed in the front she yoked the bay one and she placed old Vinamoinen in the sledge behind the stallion and she spoke and thus addressed him in the very words which follow do not raise your head up higher turn it not to gaze about you that the steed may not be wearied till the evening shall have gathered if you dare to raise your head up or to turn to gaze around you then misfortune will o'ertake you and an evil day betide you then the aged Vinamoinen whipped the horse and urged him onward and the white-maned courser hastened noisily upon the journey forth from poyola's dark regions sariola forever misty end of runo seven Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine.